Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today I'm very excited to have Joe Abdullah with me, my good friend from Kuala Lumpur. Um, And we're going to be talking about leadership and how it affects the company brand when it comes to employees and then convert, and then when you add on the employees, the customers. So a little bit about Joe, Joy first. Joy Abdullah is a strategic marketing leader. He humanises businesses by engaging employees with the business purpose and enabling them to provide value through their ideas and advocacy. And that's basically what Joy talks about and what he consults on. And the time with leadership is critical because without leaders, you Basically, the brand is a reflection of the leadership. At the end of the day, it's a reflection of employees who are a reflection from the leadership. So it all starts there. And um, Joy has been quite a high profile on LinkedIn, for example. He's voted one of Malaysia's top most engaged marketing folks on LinkedIn in 2015 and one of the 100 most inspirational LinkedIn icons in Malaysia. Uh, in this this year, so he gets a few accolades from uh, via the LinkedIn uh, platform. He is basically an Asia centric in his uh, consulting, but he has he has vast international experience in business strategy, marketing, and business operations that deliver that deliver measurable and profitable growth. And that's really what is that's what all businesses are trying to do is deliver measurable and profitable growth. Well, that's that's certainly what it's about. And so, Joy, as you're saying, it's um, creating the company brand is by creating, you create that through employees, uh, engaged employees, and I agree with that, um, but it starts with leadership who, who have the ability to engage their employees. So if a leader doesn't have a good company brand, it's just basically a mirror staring straight back at them because it is their issue. It's a total reflection of them and no one else. So tell me, how important is that? It's very important, Ross. That's the short answer. It's very important. But firstly, thank you so much for having me on Soul Leadership. It's an honor and a privilege to be on this podcast. Hey, no worries. How, how, how does leadership impact? Well, you see, Uh, Historically, we've approached brands, uh, and especially in Asia, from the perspective of it being a label, a design, a logo, a product, a service. But there's much more to that that word brand than all of those elements. Yes, those elements are required. It's just like we wear, we decide to wear a suit, we look formal, but we decide to wear our Bermudas and a t-shirt, we look informal. With flip-flops, we look like we're ready for the beach. What's the point I'm making? The point I'm making here is in any organization, in any business, there are two legs, two critical weight-bearing pillars. One is leadership and the other one is culture. Leadership is your left leg for a right-handed person, which means you put your best foot forward. The leadership impacts culture, the way the leadership thinks, talks, behaves, creates the the environment in which employees operate. That's correct. I've got a favorite, I've got a favorite phrase, monkey see, monkey do. So I see the leader and I believe that's how things are done in this organization. I do the same way. Now the I, as an employee, I'm in multi 
multifaceted functions or roles and I'm interacting with different people connected to that business and its brand in different facility. Let me elaborate. Yep. The finance head is in charge of a function of cash flow accounting finance. All right. He's a very important or she's a very important person in the entire organization structure. That's correct. That person's most important client, most important client is the banker, is the bank, right? Yep. The way the finance person represents or talks or negotiates with the bank is actually a reflection of how the leader, okay, involves the finance person in the decision-making process of the business. It reflects out on how the finance person engages with the brand, uh, with the banker. Now, yeah. while the finance person is doing this, you have me in the marketing head sort of a role, and I'm talking to a business partner, right, to bring in to do a marketing campaign or to do a customer campaign, and the same applies. The point being, if we take all the functions in our business organizations, historically, given the manufacturing structure that organizations have followed, we've sort of created silos of functions. So they're little, little units by themselves who have a mini culture. And then you have the C-suite and the leaders and the managers who have their own culture. And historically, as you would recall, Ross, given any industry, any industry, it's always been a top-down because previous management and leadership styles were all about command and control, okay? So... Yes, that's changed these days. Yeah, that's changed these days. It's that impact... Oh, it's changing, yeah. yeah. That impact of leadership in, comes out on the culture. So what happens here is the way you lead first, as an officially and within teams, the way you lead creates the environment, the culture, and the climate. And that gets manifested out as what the brand is saying or doing. So you then come a level down and you see advertising, communication, internal engagement, everything to do with what employees are doing. So all of this then comes into play. Let me bring another, another aspect of leadership in. We used to always think or historically we've been led to believe leadership is a position or a title. Today we know, and you're working in this field uh, Ross, as an executive yeah. coach, we know that it's nothing to do with the position or a title. So if you if you go in on a Monday and on a Wednesday, that title and position no longer exists. You no longer exist for any organization. Any employee, CEO downwards, is a number. Is a number. It's not a, a position or a title. This is where the concept of self leadership becomes extremely critical. So which means. In an organization, we get promoted because of our technical and functional competencies. Rarely, it's only in the last decade or so that attitudinal competencies and people skills are being evaluated to move somebody up into leadership yes, roles. That's, that's true. Yep. Okay. And, and when a competent, functionally competent person moves in, we have no clue whether this person is a very good people manager, is a very good conflict manager is a very good team leader and this that's is where right. the whole that's right this I, is where the whole premise of am i able to lead myself am i able to lead my family am i able to collaborate with my spouse to grow the family so it becomes very important for an organization to identify this aspect within an individual an aspect of self leadership because when one is aware about oneself one would 
being self-aware, have good EQ, with which comes good SQ, which means emotional quotient, and the social interaction quotient that's, comes that's in. True. And that's true. Actually, our last podcast with Sabrina Nelson, we are talking about leading yourself first, and you have to. You have to understand yourself first before you can understand other people. And Absolutely. it always comes from within. And the people I coach, they're the people I have the most success with. I'm, I'm probably coaching them to develop them, not remedial coaching. I'm just developing them to go further. Uh, others, it's more remedial because they don't connect. And it's always someone else's fault why they're not successful. It's not their fault. They're perfect. They're just fantastic. But everyone else around me is out to get me. That's, that's the remedial coaching I do. And I have a collection of those people over the years I've coached. But the other ones, and I call the easy ones, they're just conversations. That's right. A bit like you talk about, have a conversation. It's just exactly. conversation because they get it. It's just a developing their, their prowess and their competency a little bit more. As Absolutely. With experience. So, so yeah, yeah and interesting. It's, and that's, that's where I was leading to, you see. Yeah. So if you're self-aware and you lead, you then start leading a team. So what exactly is the how? How do you lead a team? So you're aware. You, you, you've got empathy. You're able to connect. But what is the step you take? And as you rightly said, those are the easy conversations. It's literally a conversation. You actually make time in your calendar to be in the moment and talk to your teammates as a human being, as right. Joy, right. Ross, speak to each other. It's like a human being. So it's not the CEO with the CFO. It's not the CEO and the marketing director, or it's not the senior executive marketing with the, you know, uh, assistant yep. head mark. It's not those labels. It's two individuals who are human, who have fears, desires, likes, uh, all of that built in. So you talk and you connect. And the question that we ask, uh, when I go into companies and I talk about why is the experience very important? Because before you take a brand out, you've got to have belief. Just like individually, you've got to believe in what you are doing. The same thing has to go into the teams or the employees to say, the brand that we have has a promise, it has a purpose, and we believe in it, which means you've got to have a conversation to bridge every single doubt that people working behind the brand would have. And trust me, trust me, the larger the organizations, the more the number of doubts. So the only way the doubts are removed or questions are answered is through conversations. And this is where this is where I've seen, in my experience, a lot of organizations really don't spend, this is the investment that is required, yep. the time yep. that you invest in the conversation. It's not something that happens with a town hall. It's not something that happens no, it's in a pantry room. It's purely one-on-ones. It's a manager with a team per member and bringing, talking to five, six, eight team members, virtual or in person, yep. and then you bring them together focus them in the purpose, and then you tell them or ask them, so what do we do? How do we do it? So you transfer ownership and responsibility. It's not always the leader who has to come up with the ideas and execute, but it's the team members who ideate, own that ideation into execution, and go ahead and execute. And then what happens is engagement occurs because when somebody says, hey, this is my idea, and the boss allowed us to go ahead with it, that person is going to go full 100 yards 
100% with everything available inside to make that initiative a success. That's right. That's right. So theoretically, yeah. if you map it now, when you have a full effort going behind everything, failure becomes a very low probability. A mistake it is. It is. remains 50%. Because roadblocks, roadblocks come up and they just find a way to get around the roadblocks. Absolutely. They Absolutely. have a desire. That's why the failure doesn't happen so much. It's when it's that's someone right. else's idea, they hit a roadblock, oh, that's their fault. It, Correct. They don't know. They're not sure. So they, they give up so easily. Yeah, you're right. Like you said, you're coaching people on Remedial who keep saying, I'm perfect and it's the other guy's fault, yeah. right? <laughs> and that's, that's exactly the mindset that needs to change by bringing ownership. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not impossible or tough. It's a question of intent from a management team I mean, in any organization going into transformation or change, you've got to have a team across rank and file that every day holds the line and pushes. Even if it's one centimeter forward from Monday to Friday, it's five centimeters forward. So in Friday, when you look back, you're five CMs ahead. You're not behind, right? That's right. It's, um, so that, yep. that's the first point. That's the, that's the huge impact and influence that leadership has on brand. Okay. And, and only when that employee engagement happens, because that's the main asset today in a workplace and Ross, you're doing this. You, you, you've seen this in a workplace, which has six generations, you know, from a 60 year old baby boomer all the way down to a 22 year old college graduate yeah. with all sorts of labels that we put um, our, yeah, we, we are all talking English, but the peculiar part is the 22 year olds English and the 60-year-old's English is just, you know, stratospheric difference. They're all using the same words and script, but the comprehension of yeah. those words the are totally context, different. The context yeah. use is, is different. And it's funny, I mean, it's, it's, you're talking before about positions, etc. It's It's sometimes say to people I coach, if we took away the position and all that and stripped you down to, in theory, an equal person with your team, would they still follow you or would they walk out the door? Mm. If they still follow you, then you're a leader. But Excellent. if they walk out the door, then you're, you're, you're not a leader, you're just a manager of a process. Correct. You're just, you just happen to be there with a title. So that's, that's right. it gets some thinking. Um, and I, I must admit that I often get people that they actually put it in their diary in their outlook that pops up as a reminder, walk around and meet someone today mm -hmm. because otherwise they get caught up in the doing of stuff and, for, and people are the easiest thing to drop off. They might come and people might knock on the door and talk to them, but they're mm -hmm. not going out and talking to them in their space, etc. And it makes a difference that you actually show you care when you're connecting with people outside your little domain of your Absolutely. walls of an office. Absolutely. If I may, I'd like to share an experience out of my, out of my career. This is yep. about 12 years ago. Um, I was brought in as an interim CMO uh, in an in a, uh, IT information technology organization. And the mandate was, uh, we'd like you to bring the team together because we are heading out into an IPO. And we'd also like you to create a brand that is internally valued. They had nothing to do yep. externally. They gave me a, a job title called CMO interim. And uh, it was, I remember it was a nine, 10 month contract, which I finished uh, 
I finished in eight months, actually. So the storyline is here. When I went into the organization and the organization had a particular type of uh, culture, if I may say, and the culture was very predominantly a societal culture based in the location and the place the organization was. And because everybody spoke the same language, came from the same place and the same region, um, the organization was was sort of dragging its feet in going where it's going. It had it had a very good purpose. It had a very good uh, vision yeah, and and yeah. a very good senior senior team. It was one of those organizations way back in two thousand seven two thousand eight, where um, there was an equal number gender diversity. There was a there was a lady CFO, for example, in the management team. And um, as I sat down uh, with their CEO and the team, and I said. Is this exactly the activity I said? I said the first thing first, even before we put pen to paper and bring people to talk. Can you guys, you know, there were seven of them. And I said, can you guys split five days of the week and actually just take 30 minutes each to walk the floor space? Everybody was in one sort of an open office floor space, yeah. right? And I said, just walk. And when you walk, pick anybody who you see is free or catching your eye and spend a few minutes, literally then and there, don't answer phones, don't talk to anybody else, but ask the person, how are you? And as they respond, feel what that person is actually trying to say behind the words, because everybody's got some struggle, got some issues, got a story, yeah. Yeah. right? And um, the funniest part is, as they did this, they actually put it into their calendar reminder yeah. by their time slots, post lunch, after lunch, uh, before lunch, etc. And the CFO, she, I remember, she did a beautiful thing. She started with her team. She started a weekly lunch, right? So every Tuesday, she would take her team out for one hour of lunch. And it's a simple lunch just at the cafe below the office building. And in literally five, six weeks, you could see, I could see the finance team coming up and talking to me from the executive to the cash management person and the CFO coming up and being interested in the work that I'm doing. You know, yep. they wanted to know yeah. how, how do I calculate investment in time in dollars and cents? So the long story short was it took four months for that organization to turn and we did some strategic talent hires. We brought in, mm -hmm. I'd call them fresh blood, diverse blood. And that started populating the technical team with different perspectives in terms of thinking of the services they were offering. Um, and at the end of the eight month, I actually went to the management team and to the CEO and said, look, I'm sorry, but you know, ethically it's incorrect for me to continue any further because you guys are already on the road. My job to structure your engagement internally is done. So for the next two months, you know, I think you should save that money because every dollar counts. Yeah. And otherwise I'm happy to take the brand externally and we can negotiate another contract. But the point here is, uh, if you just allow people that little bit of value that acknowledge yeah, them that they have something right, right. good yeah. and allow them, they, they'll ramble, but they'll allow them to talk and get over that fear. Give them an environment that's secure. Miracles happen. You'd be surprised at the strength it's, it's, it's of employees. About, you're right. You're right. It's yeah. all about connecting with people. Absolutely. And that's, and it's not that's the essence of brand. It's not tick a box, and I've had this conversation with different people over the years, no. where they've ticked a box, yes, I've connected today, that they walked past someone and said good morning or something. That's right. right. And I think that's connection. It's connection. It's real connection. Absolutely. Uh, just Absolutely. like you described it. And it, it makes a massive difference. 
So anyway, on that note, um, our, it comes to the end of our podcast. So, Joy, thanks for joining us today. We may have you on again one day soon. But that's the Thank you so much. Yeah, I see on your um, advertisements about your marketing business and your consulting, it's all about conversations. That's right. So true. So is leadership. It's about conversations. It's just about connecting with people because people are your business. And people are you, your business, yes. There's no question about that, right? So without people, there is no business. So anyway, thanks a lot for joining us today on Soul Inspired Leadership's podcast and we look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you so much for having me, Ross. It's been right. an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Joy. Thank you.